What's up, guys? Welcome once again to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we talk about video games and related topics, try to have a good time. My name is Ryan Robinson. With me, as always, Tom Shelby. Hello. Shanae Howard. What's up? And we are going to start the show with Tom. What are you up to? So, I've been playing like way too many awesome games this week. Okay. And I feel like it would take the whole show to talk about them all. Mm. So I'm just going to bring up a couple. Okay. Uh, Birdo bought me Underground, Battlegrounds. Mm. Uh, and that's been fun. I'm okay. not very good at it, but I'm having fun with it. Okay. How, uh, how'd you place? Well, my first game was my best, actually. Okay. Got like 14 or 15. That's pretty good. And that was on my own. I saw you and Birdo get in the top 30. Yeah, but like, Birdo's ashamed if we don't get first, you know? That's just him being super competitive. It's yeah. It's why me and him have a hard time playing video games together. And uh, so that's been fun. Also, by the time this post, uh, there will already be a video on us playing uh, Next Machina colon Death Machine. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah, you seem super psyched about that game. I wasn't. Like, I like no, I Mark a- After you played it. Yeah, I like Mark, but I wasn't like super looking forward to this. I was looking forward to Matterfall. Yeah. Um, which was announced before this game. But, uh, yeah, that game, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's it's the best Housemark game. Right on. Uh, you can't really talk about it? Oh, no, we can talk about it now. Okay. I mean, this won't post until Thursday, so yeah. Okay. Um, twin Stick Shooter, like most of their games are. Right. Uh, very similar in gameplay to Stardust. Like, less Dead Nation, Alien Nation, more Stardust, like, fast, with, like, bullet hell elements to it. Okay. Um, But it's got, like, the little green people to save, like Resogun. I like that. And, like, visually, there's a lot going on on screen, right? Like, there's all the fire from you and from enemies. At the same time, like, camera perspective changes from time to time. Um, So it's top-down, but, like, it'll go behind the shoulder every now and then. Cool. And, like an insane amount of voxels so like for those that don't know uh games like knack even though it wasn't a good game uh showed that off very well so did rezo gun and this kind of blows those away like it's it's awesome cool so watch that cool uh one more game tom uh well i want to talk about kentucky route zero but i'm gonna do a check it out on that next week okay i've been playing Owlboy. yeah you were playing that when i got here yeah, that's pretty good. Um, it's a very pretty game. Yeah, it's real pretty. Your little you're owl boy. I was like, are you a pretty owl boy? Is what my question was going to be. Well, you know, like, it's weird because you're, like, in this town and, like, most of the people in town are really mean to you. Because you're an owl boy. And you're a mute. Mm. And they make fun of you because you're a mute. That's rude. But not but, because you're an owl boy. Uh, no, they just think that you're kind of, like, like most of the town is owl people. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Okay. It's a fun game, though. Right on. Yeah. Uh, Shanae, um, how was last weekend? Uh, last weekend was tough, but fun. Yeah? Yeah, uh, I was on my feet in the, with, like, no AC outside in Dallas all weekend, like, nine to eleven hours a day. Yeah. And then it was also- making that paper, though. Yeah, and then also, like, the driving bit was just, like, real rough towards the end. Yeah. And like, I was like working a lot of days beforehand. Which I should have taken like a day off because I knew it was going to be like rough 
and standing up. But yeah, it was still fine. Um, That's a good five hour drive. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Uh, I got, uh, I was with uh, our friend James Wells uh, from the friend cast. Or what used to be the friend cast. And his girlfriend. And me and her, I've been friends before they started dating. So it was really fun. I got to hang out with people that like, I enjoy hanging out with. And be silly. And... Because we don't let you do that. Yeah, you will Never. Right. Uh, I always have to be so serious here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we I brought card games, so we didn't really get a chance to play them. I, I brought Exploding Kittens and... Old Maid. <laughs> and, and Old Maid. And uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's... I forgot what it's called. It's like Battle for Witch Mountain or for Wizard Mountain or something. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's like basically who can be the best wizard in the game. It's pretty fun. Uh, but we didn't really get to play that. I did bring my laptop with me, so I did get some, uh, and the internet there was kind of shitty. So I, but I, so I played some of my old ROMs that I have on there that I haven't touched in a long time, which is why I talked about that Inuyasha one for a check it out. Cause I had played that a little bit when I was there. Um, I also brought my DS, so I played 999 again. Nice. Um, when I get back, I've still, I'm trying to beat Legend of Zelda. Okay. And uh, still working on that. Uh, and yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. Cool. Oh, and I've been playing that, that Kingdom Hearts Cross Union game on my phone a lot. Like, I had a lot of time, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go do a big grocery shopping trip. The game that killed the drops. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't touched drops in, like, two weeks. Do you still have it installed? Oh, for sure. I don't okay. know if I'm ever going to uninstall. I still have Pokemon Go installed. Okay. Because you, ne- you never know. I, I You know what? I, every now and then, when I'm in, like, a board in a new place, and I remember that I have that... I just see what's around, just because, like, I know, re- like, now they, like, change it a lot more and a lot more often, and, like, where nests are and stuff, but it's just fun to see <clears> what's <throat> in a region. Like, when I was in Las Vegas, I opened it up probably for, like, a good 10 minutes, mm. uh, just to see what was different, just because, like, I don't know, I just think it'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Company just put out a, a game on uh, on mobile devices. It's that- a doodle jump, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, like, it's basically Doodle Jump, right? Yeah, and people are really into it. Yeah. Well, I guess in the... I, I, I guess not with the same intensity that people were into Pokemon Go at first. But, I mean, it, this is actual uh, game made by the Pokemon company, so... I mean, I don't, know if that, I don't know if that makes it better. But, you know... Buy it. Yeah, I think it's free, actually. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't check. But, but so did Niantic make it or did um? Uh, you can pull it up. It, it's it's uh, actual Pokemon Company. I actually screen capped it for the kids mm-hmm. to let them know. Did you Magic Carp Jump? Magic Carp Jump. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, people seem to really like. It. I have no idea what Doodle what Jump. Game, I have no idea what the game is about. But if I play Doodle Jump, I guess I have the idea, I have an idea of what it's about. I don't know that it's like that. I just assumed that mm. that's what well, it is. I'm downloading it, so I'll let y'all know in a couple hours. Give us your expert review on that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we could actually capture gameplay of that now. Yeah, yeah. You should uh, should go ahead and do <laughs> that. <laughs> we could do a Sailor Moon drops gameplay. Yeah. Oh man. 
we we could do it long play style. So yeah, it's just I, like I, I, no I, talking. <laughs> it's just like, you playing that. I it would just it would be like a lot of uh, if they did any video of me playing it, it would. I mean, y'all see it all the time. It would just be super into my phone. Yeah. So and a ball, just like and then. <laughs> so basi- but, basically, basically normal. We all get to see the cutie animations. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know that it had a whole lot of those. I thought it was. Just... Uh yeah, like oh, oops, sorry. It's not time for jump. that. It is not time. Uh yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> each, each of the characters in Sailor Moon drops has uh, when they do their special attacks, uh, do like little poses, and as like you level them up, you can get them to do a new pose. And like if you're doing well while you're playing, they'll do like happy faces and jumping around. And if you're doing badly, like you haven't gotten a match in a little bit, they'll be like sad face and just be like, oh no. So, so the poses are the carrot on the stick in that game? Uh it's just one of the like it's one of the prizes, I guess. So yeah. Okay. I mean it's a fun little thing to add to the game. Yeah. Cause you see them while you're playing and they're just like watching and they're like and they're like right above the board. So mm-hmm. it's fun seeing them get to see like do new emotions and stuff. Cool. Uh, guys, I've been on a hunt lately for, uh, roguelikes. Yeah, you, you talked about that. Yeah, like, that hunt has kind of intensified as of late. Uh, so, I'd played pretty much the ones that, well... Titan Souls. I didn't play Titan Souls, no. Okay. Um, so I played, I played a few of the ones that people are kind of really crazy about. Uh, like, I've played Rogue Legacy, I've played Spelunky... Um, great games, you know, and I don't know what it is. Cause I can, I very much know that rogue legacy is a really good game, mm-hmm. but it never really resonated with me. Um, I guess I really couldn't get into it. Do you feel like it's just, do you feel like if you hadn't played a roguelike in a while and then you played it, you would enjoy it more, but since like, or do you think that like just like oversaturating yourself with the same genre maybe well, change your opinion on it? No, because I had I had played Rogue Legacy at a time when I wasn't really playing any roguelikes, and um, and it, at first I was having a really good time with it, and then I guess it's just I don't know something about it. it just I couldn't really get into it. Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon is a, is one that I'm actually really really into. Um, yeah, we did check it out on it. Did we? we? I don't know. Yeah, the Gungeon. Uh, cause with like, the, like you're playing as the gun. No, you're playing as a bullet. Bullet, whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's also not true. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I've I just been searching for them uh, a lot lately. Like um, I've you know last week I talked about uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer and uh, mm-hmm. and um, Nuclear Throne and. That that was. And I, I listened. Y'all y'all sounded like sweet babies. We were, you know, we're always sweet babies. Oh, I'll, I'll take a. Just being a sweet baby over here. Yeah, thank you. So, I don't know. I've just been really looking for them, and the offerings on, you know, the the platforms that are available to me aren't, you know, extensive, right? And but I did I did get a I did get some time with a with a couple new ones and revisited some that I like. I think I did a check it out on a game called Everspace. Um, months ago, uh, which is Ziggurat. Uh, Ziggurat is pretty good too. Um, but uh, Everspace just left early access uh, two days ago. Um, so that where they they added like some they added like a story to it and you know some other stuff and like they've optimized it better so it it runs a lot better now. Um, and then I then I 
checked out a few like really kind of inexpensive ones on on the Xbox, the Xbox One, I should say. Um, and I don't know. I just like I've I've had this urge to just find a really good roguelike, right? And Downwell. Downwell is pretty good. Excuse me. It's pretty good. It's fantastic. That's what I meant. Okay. I meant I meant it's fantastic. But I don't know. So I then I guess it got me to the point where I'm just like I feel like all not all of them, but there are a lot more of them to choose from on a uh, on PC. Um I'm sure that's true. Yeah. And I don't know that I don't know if they're any better or not, but nah. The the fact of the matter is uh talked i've been talking more recently about building a uh, not well getting a pc finally uh, after not having had a, a de- uh, you know a pc like really a pc for uh god years now i think the last time i got one was in 2009 yeah you and i were texting last night uh i'm pretty sure we agreed that you would get a gateway yeah cuz okay so check it out Shanae. <laughs> uh with a gateway you get a Pentium 2, 256 megabytes of RAM, which is pretty much good enough to run any version of the original Doom on the market. <laughs> <laughs> also comes in a cow box. Yeah, which is Ooh, a primary incentive there. That's, all right. I don't know why you're looking or even deciding about this. Why mm. haven't you bought this? Mm. I don't know why. I need to go back to 1995 and get that, <laughs> get that gateway. Uh, but one of the things about getting a PC is... That, you know, which, you know, people talk about it all the time, you know, PC versus console. Console is just plug and play. You know, it's going to work. Uh, whatever, whatever PlayStation 4 disc you put in there, you can reasonably expect it to work, right? Sure. Or at least, you know, it'll run. The quality of the game is, you know, another conversation entirely, but it'll play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as well as any, anybody else's PS4, right? Yeah. And then I was, I was talking, when I was texting Tom about it last night, one of the things about getting a PC is that, there's just, for me personally, there's so many what ifs. Like, what if this? No, what? What if? What if I can't do this? And or you know, right? What if? What if uh, so I what? run into all these problems? And I don't know. But it. And one of the things that <laughs> that made me laugh is uh, last week when Berta was here, uh, we were trying to get Dark Souls to 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 run, and we couldn't figure out what the problem was, and. Long story short, it turned out that we needed to unplug the controller and then start the game. And it's just like things like that that I it was just a well, r- it's like I told you with like uh, typing of the dead, wanting to run off of integrated graphics, and it not telling me that you're going to run into problems. But I've not found a game yet that I could not make work. Yeah, you well, know? That's, that's what I was about to say. I was like, you have all these what ifs, but honestly, like all of those what ifs are things that can be fixed, things that can be solved. This game doesn't play on this computer. Why doesn't it do that? Can you change that? More than likely, the answer is going to be yes. Well, see, a lot of the anxiety could... comes comes from the fact that I can't make this purchase very often, right? And so a lot of it comes from that. And I think that, you know, as Shanae said, you know, a lot of my concerns could be addressed in a reasonable amount of time. But it just kind of, it, it just leaves me wondering, like, how long is this thing going to be good for? And I feel like I don't know enough about this stuff to really but say. It's like, but it's like anything. You will, as you have it and you use it, 
and you come across these problems and you fix them and you get more comfortable with the system and setup. Mm-hmm. Like whatever is like coming out of date, like graphics card or whatever, yeah. like you can just like yes, it is a big purchase, but like you can you can buy the new ones. Like once it gets to a point where like you can't do what you want to do and you're having more drawbacks than successes and enjoyment, mm. I think that's the time that you would you're gonna put money aside to like upgrade it. Yeah. So like uh because I mean I just feel like with like playing the older games and like and just wanting a specific type of road like I feel like you're gonna have more more even buying whatever like gaming laptop or gaming PC that's already like a setup thing for you. Mm-hmm. Most of those are gonna play on it. Right. You're gonna find a plethora of things that you want that will work more than you will find things that won't. I'd agree with that. Yeah, it's true. And uh, and I know that you know it'll come out to where I'm I'm okay. You know, it it's just uh, and that's another thing too is that that whole choice paralysis thing. Yeah, I mean i I just feel like I feel like you should pull the trigger and you'll feel better about it. I feel like you're having way too much uh, like questioning on this. I think that you should do it. No, I'm gonna do it. Like there, it's not a if it's a it's more like a matter of when. But uh, man, there are a lot of games on that. Well, I'm saying pull the trigger and just like set like a time and a date you're gonna go do it. Well, it's, we talked about this last week. Like, yes, there are significantly more games on Steam than either current gen console, right? Yeah. I mean, Steam's been out for fucking ever. Sure. And we've seen, we've talked about it on the show before, uh, the amount of games that released to Steam seem to almost double every year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, one thing to consider, and I'm not saying you shouldn't buy a PC. You absolutely should. Um, we talked about this last week that like there are more good games on Steam than there are on current gen consoles. There is also a significant amount more trash on Steam. Mm-mm. But I mean, it's also not just Steam. Like, I, right? Like, like I like I said, I this week I've been playing Origin, my, good old games, I've, whatever. I've been playing my emulators because like. A lot of the games that I do download, I've said before, I just, I can't buy new. There's no, like, there's nothing this money's going to really go to, like, as entities besides, like, GameStop buying, a like, a used version of something and then having to have the console or whatever. I am totally fine getting emulators and doing ROMs for that. And, yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I just, like, I think it's another option that I, I like having with a PC. Does Xbox play anywhere? Uh, like, for me, if I was going to buy a new PC now. Xbox Play Anywhere might make me sell my Xbox One to help fund that. Yeah, that was a consideration. Yeah. Um, because I've said before that I, I really think that Play Anywhere makes the Xbox redundant. I uh, mean, there are a couple of games that you cannot play on PC, like Sunset Overdrive. Sure. Uh, but going forward, knowing that Microsoft published games will be available on PC, right. you know. And the, the, the whole reason for me getting the Xbox one in the first place was because of the game uh, because of those console exclusives right and i mean if i can just play those on on my pc along with however many other games are yeah and playing those games with better settings on your pc so i mean yeah i that's that's definitely something that i've that i've thought about because to be quite honest um there's only there are as of present there are only a couple of games that i play on my xbox that I can, they're also available on PC. Like, not even just, uh, you know, they're not Microsoft Publishing, they're just 
on sure. PC also. And I know you have like a bunch of 360 games, so the backwards compatibility is there, which is nice, but you also have a 360. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I think that the, uh, you know, the, the existence of a PC um, will negate the, the necessity for, for an Xbox One. Um, but I mean, you know, we'll see because I, I still have a few friends that can I wait, can I play on Xbox live on that? Yes. It's the exact same interface as the Xbox Just one. Everything is the same. Mm-hmm. So there's no point. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, 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 while I have a lot of anxiety about the purchase, it's also an exciting prospect to think about. It's very exciting. Um, cause I, I'm thinking about when Tom was waiting for his computer and he was, he's like, every time I see him, he's like, give me a, a new update. I was to when he's like, man, Ryan, it's almost here. It's <laughs> yeah, almost I remember, here. I remember sitting down and him just being like, it's almost here. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's just a, and it's a, it's a cool, it's like, cause I remember back the, like the last time I actually uh, bought a gaming PC and I remember it, it feels cool to, you know, have, Wait, to have a machine that powerful, you know? Tommy's more hype. I think, feel like about his new laptop than he was. The Switch. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Which is funny. I got them. I got my Switch one day, like the day of release. And then my laptop showed up like the next day. Yeah. So I was just like overwhelmed with new toys to play with. Yeah. But. Um, and I I think that you'll probably, you know, play a Switch more often when there's more stuff to play on it. But, sure. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's. It's exciting to think about like there are games that because like, I'm listen I listen to podcasts and I look on I look online at you know different ads for different games and I'm just like man it'd be sweet to play that game mm-hmm. and it it sucks because I have as time goes on I I increasingly feel like I'm missing out. Well, it's like Birdo joked uh, about buying you Battlegrounds, knowing that you don't have a PC yet. Yeah, but it'd be cool to have it. Yeah, when I did get my PC, you know. Um. I really want to teach you Reddit because there's um because nah. there, no, there's there's subreddits about uh, there's like sub, I mean obviously there's PC subreddits yeah uh, and there's like a bunch of different ones and um I mean there's already like and on like good threads for like specific subreddits they'll like stick uh they'll like save posts and like when you go to like information about the community like the subreddit you're in it'll be like oh like it'll be like wanting to buy a new PC or wanting to learn how to build a PC. Mm-hmm. And I'll have, like, guides that, like, users have put out there. Sure. And it's, like, and you can put out, like, a thread and just be like, hey, I'm trying to buy a new one. This is what I'm wanting to use it for. Uh, this is what I'm wanting to spend. What do you suggest? And people will be, like, straight up, like, oh, if your budget's not enough, like, you, you're, it's a lot, like, harder in your means. But I'm looking to spend around $300. But, yeah, there's, like, <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. Ugh. Uh, there's like, but yeah, there'll be, but like, there's like people you can turn to and get like real time, like advice back. Yeah. Um, then there's all, there's all those different chips and boards and mm-hmm. processors and people explain it to you. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel, you know, overwhelmed or lost re- with it really. I just kind of, it's just, it is a. There are obviously more considerations when putting something like this together than there are, you know, going out to get a console because they did all the work for you. Right. You know, they're built to the same specification every time. So it's it's 
it's overwhelming in uh, some ways, but at the same time, like I said, I, I'm really excited about it, and it'd be cool to, because Tom texted me when him and him and Berta were playing that Battlegrounds, I was like, man, it'd be sure be cool to play that Battlegrounds <laughs> with my friends. Um, Supposed to play with Stephanie Melcher tonight. Yeah? Hmm. Looking I'll, forward I'll, to that? Uh, yeah. How about I download it tonight, and then I can be the worst player on the team. Okay. It'd be cool. Are you saying I was the worst player on the team, Shanae? That sounds kind of actually. That sounds kind of like she, what she was alluding to. Mm, I don't know why you would think that I would allude to that. That sounds like nothing I would allude to. Mm, um, Are you saying that I'm a mean person? Yes. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I heard there's a lot of shit talking from you last night, so I don't know. Um, because Tommy is the oldest person ever. It's a fun game, though. Yeah, it yeah. it looks fun, but it, man, that game looks stressful. Like, uh, it definitely can be. Like, I uh, was talking to. Uh, Shadow Ram, a Twitch streamer, last night about it, and he says he bought it and played it, and it, like it stressed him out too much that he just stopped playing it, you know. Yeah, but it's fun. There's a lot of hiding. What 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 I like about it is like sometimes I'll go an entire match and only fire my gun like once or twice. Yeah, you know, because you're always afraid of making the noise. You well, yeah, and you you know you're trying to not alert people. Yeah, but also stay alive. It's it's fun, and there's not a you don't do you show up on a you don't show up on a map when you fire your gun right? No, uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. There's a little radar. I don't think that people show up when they fire though. Yeah, um, I think. But I th- if you're wearing a decent headset, you can kind of hear where stu- where stuff's coming from. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it, I don't know. It's it's fun to uh, it's fun to think about, and I there are some games that I've been really wanting to try, and. You know, for a while now, and Steven plays PUBG. You you should add him. No. Okay. No. Tom's a lone wolf. Um, okay. I don't know. For me, it's been like, yeah, I've played some new games on PC, but the majority of it has been going back to old games. Yeah, and that's something. That's I think that's really what. Uh, that's the prospect that excites me more is because there have been so many games since the last time I played on PC that have come out that I just never got the chance to try, and. You know, it'd be really cool to get to play those games for myself. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've been really wanting to try that Heroes of the Storm. God, really? Yeah, I've really been wanting to try it. Um, just because it, I don't know, it seems it seems kind of cool. It does seem very cool. I'm just I can't do the mobas. Yeah, and that's and that's another thing too is <laughs> every time I'm not good at mobas. Every time, okay, look, every time I play a moba. I'm like, well, I guess MOBAs aren't for me. And then a new one comes out, and then I'm like, let me try this one. And then again, I say, well, I guess MOBAs aren't for me. I mean, I I think that aesthetics, you know, Blizzard's, aesthetics matter. Blizzard's games tend to be pretty welcoming. Yeah, you know, um, Overwatch. Always, Overwatch is easier now. to get into than Counter Strike, right? And I know Counter Strike's not a hero shooter, but let's say like Quake, right? Overwatch is a hell of a lot easier to get into than Quake. Yeah. Um. Diablo is a hell of a lot easier to get into than, like, Pillars, right? Yeah. Uh, same thing, like, World of Warcraft compared to something like Guild Wars. Like, yeah. Their, their games do seem more well, it seems beginner-friendly. Like yeah. Uh, their games very much give you that, uh, that I'm helping situ- uh, sensation. Right. Because um, yeah. I, I can't really say how many kills I've actually legitimately gotten in Overwatch. Yeah. But if... 
you know, if I contribute to the the damage of somebody, then I still get an, an, an elimination for it. So I'm still like, I'm helping. Yeah. Uh, like playing the Quake Champions beta, it's fucking hard. Yeah. Because we don't play shooters like that anymore. Sure. And it is very much one of those old school arena shooters, you yeah. know. But yes, there are different classes, you know. Yeah. Uh, characters, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's one of those things too. That's why every shooter that comes out to me is kind of intimidating, because I always like I love shooters a lot, and uh, with the exception of Battlefield, I constantly have felt like I'm a liability to whatever team I'm on, and that extends for I and I play I typically if I shoot if I get into a shooter I play it for probably at least a year, sure uh, like regularly, uh like I've never gotten. I I remember I played Modern Warfare a lot uh, back in 07 when that came out, and I played it for a good long time, and I never got any better. I had a good time, but I never got any better at that game. Uh, I I'm not good at most games, to be honest. But uh, with Overwatch, I I still I felt a really cool sense of pro- progression, and like I felt kind of like I was getting better. And I guess maybe those. Uh, like it with it being a hero shooter and all, like I get better at using the skills and things sure. like that. Um, I feel like, uh, like you probably did get better. I, I'm not saying like, uh, I, I, oh, but, but also, but other people got better too. So I still say the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more of like you do get better in some aspects. Like you get more familiar with the map, so you get better muscle memory mm-hmm. as you play it. Like, it may not feel like huge strides in progress, like, that you would like to feel or necessarily feel like that much of an accomplishment because it's happening gradually. Mm. But I bet you got better. Well, and let's be honest, like, competitive shooters are easier on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's much, it, everybody knows how to point a mouse. Sure. You know? Yeah. There are fewer buttons to remember on that thing, right? Yeah. Uh, fighting games, I am no good at them. Oh man, Revelator like Two. Tom and I are gonna start playing some Guilty Gear. I. You want to yeah, play some Guilty Gear? I, I'm down for it. I. I don't know what it is. I I've had because with me for fighters, I feel like a lot of it is a muscle memory and yeah. b remembering what the combos are. Yeah. Well, you were really hyped on uh, Pokemon. That's how, Pokemon? that's kind of how you joined us. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Like I. But, and like, but I don't know, like for me, I have a really, I either have a really, really easy time or a really, really hard time, uh, with the controls. And I feel like that's part of like what my MVC3 problems were. Mm. I just like remembering the combos and like how fast paced it was. Yeah. Yeah. And like my, what I need to be pressing as far as muscle memory there, I made a lot of like missteps. And if you mess up like... Obviously, if you mess up one thing, the whole chain is broken. Fighting games are not a... It's not a welcoming genre, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I like... But I felt like... I mean, I feel like Pokemon's pretty easy. But it's also like something that I like. So I was going to ask, because uh, I only... I spent maybe 10 minutes with Pokemon. And how does, the, how does the complexity of the controls of that game compare to like... I don't know. I, want, I guess I'll say Street Fighter. Uh, I feel like the... I mean, it's more like Tekken. More like Tekken? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense because... Right. I mean... Games like Street Fighter and Guilty Gear and, like, all these 2D fighters that have been around a long time and even some of the newer ones, you know, I say they're not welcoming, and they're not. Like, if you think about, like, Street Fighter 2 when that first came out and figuring out just character special moves, right? Back two seconds, forward punch, quarter circle, forward punch, whatever it might be. Sure. Like, 
that was like that's like cheats right like back in the day that's like cheats and that's just then they add that as just a normal gameplay mechanic yeah they're not the most welcoming games they're not the easiest to learn uh but i think because of that they are very very satisfying when you do learn them yeah um like i when uh I got into Killer Instinct for a while uh, last year. Yeah, and you and you were progressing. Yeah, and that's a cool. I did I did better with Killer Instinct than I did with Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah, and I can I can I think that the uh, the combo system in Killer Instinct is a lot easier than Mortal Kombat. Um, but that that feeling that I that I would get whenever I pulled off like an ultra combo for the first time. We did like a four hundred sixteen hit combo. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I remember that was the most amazing thing to me when I was a kid watching people play Killer Instinct. Cause like, I didn't. Well, at the time, I didn't realize that they weren't doing all those moves individually. Well, sure. But, uh, and there's but, always it's it's a complex genre, right? Like, there's things to think about that the average player doesn't think about, like spacing. Yeah. If I'm this far away, mm-hmm. I can attack him with this, but he could also attack me with that. Whereas yeah. if I move over here, this can happen or that can happen. You know? Yeah. It's definitely a learning curve. Like, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Uh, that I feel like it's steeper than most genres. But it's worth it. I just think it's it's I funny think... you choosing Revelator to get into. Is like Guilty Gear is a pretty for... complex fighting game. Yeah. yeah, Guilty Gear is definitely known for how difficult it is. But at the same time, uh, I think Tom, when you and I were living together, which Guilty Gear was it that you had? Uh, that was the original release of Xard. Yeah. Revelator is like building upon that game. Okay, um, I. You know, obviously, I didn't. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was having a really, really good time. I like those characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of that about a lot of the concepts behind that game are are interesting. I like the whole play aggressively to actually right. uh, to build that, meter. Yeah, to build meter. That's how you win. And and that was really that was really you know interesting to me. And I and I kind of withdrew from that because one, it wasn't my game. So I didn't really want to put a whole lot of time into it, and I didn't think yeah. I was going to buy it. Um, and then I kind of, from there, I went, I spent more time with the uh, the Netherrealm games. Yeah. Um, because during that time is also when Mortal Kombat X came out. Right. Um, and I put a good amount of time into that, and I actually felt myself getting pretty good at it. Um, and I don't know. I just, I think that uh, Guilty Gear would because of its complexity if i could wrap my mind around you know a lot of the strategy behind that game i think that that's a really satisfying game to get good at well i'll say the the guilty gear series most of the axis fighting games uh have much better tutorials than the capcom fighting games do yeah you know teaching Uh, you the mechanics uh so one i so i played guilty gear in uh blaz blue uh, but like, I can't remember what the main, I mean, I know there was di- differences, but I can't honestly remember. They're very the, similar. Blaze Blue is, the, is a successor to Guilty Gear. Okay. I mean, I can't, I just can't remember. I remember there, I just can't remember what the control differences were or what the main differences in the, those two games were. Like, do I, you, I do don't. You Tommy? I mean, I didn't play a lot of Blaze Blue, but I do know that it is, it was meant to replace Guilty Gear. Guilty Gear was yeah. not coming back. Um, it was a successor to that franchise, so it's supposed to be very, very similar. Hmm. I, I played Blaze Blue one time in an arcade in Japan, and then I never played it again. Yeah. Um, but I, I do remember though that those 
maybe it was just me, but the 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 fights went on for a really long time. Um, I was like, Jesus Christ, how long am I gonna last on like on this on this 100 yen here? Because well, it's I don't know a long if, time. if Blaze Blue does the same thing as Guilty Gear, but like, like Guilty Gear, every fight that you start, every round that you start, you have the potential to one hit kill your opponent. I did not know that. Yeah, you can only try it once, and if you miss it, then you can't do it again. Right. But yeah, um, yeah. So I don't know. I've been. I really want. I'm thinking of really trying harder to broaden my horizons where, where games are concerned because there are a lot of games that uh maybe because of their type or you know what genre they're in i just i don't try them mm. um and i think i'm really looking to see if there's something out there that i haven't really given a chance that i would actually like um and space I, games you're just playing you're just playing the playing the field playing that game field yeah space games <laughs> uh don't worry i don't have any elite dangerous news this week but uh uh, you know what? You should you should do friendly AI games. Nope. Because <laughs> first of all, there's no such thing. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. There, I'm trying to think of some games that I haven't really tried that I haven't really given the chance to. Old school point and click adventures. Yes, actually. Um, I think the closest I got to that most recently was Broken Age. Yeah, Broken Age is great. Atomi Games. Uh, yeah. To be fair, I've only ever completed one Otomi, and that was with you guys. I, I'd be, I'd be down to to try another one. I'm not doing that horse boyfriend one though. That, that's <laughs> fucking terrifying. <laughs> you don't want to play the nightmare boyfriend? <laughs> nah, no, nah, thank you. Um, but I don't think I like. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure that. Uh, that that was that's one genre that I don't I I only ever think about when I'm around you. Well, I think like there's a lot of games that you like or I could see you being into uh, that are a good gateway into Atomi's uh, stuff like Danganronpa. I know you haven't played, but I know you like Phoenix Wright. Yeah, you know, Moon. Uh, yeah, Harvest Moon, things of that nature. Um, Fire Emblem. Whereas Atomi's are are like almost just a less gamified version of things like that. Okay, you know. Um, and I think if you are into that kind of stuff and you're looking to just relax, you know, yeah, um, sure. that's, that's something you could, you could gonna, get into. It's going to very easily turn into me texting Shanae at like one in the morning, like, Hey, about I, your new boyfriend. Yeah, how do I get this boyfriend real quick? Uh, I would totally be totally <laughs> down for that. Uh, I mean, there's, there's ones where, uh, they start out as an animal and then you just like are taking care of all these animals and whatever one. Get, you get to like you the most whenever they turn to people likes you the most and tries to date you. Mm. So you can you can take care of some bunnies and have one of them turn to your boyfriend. Uh-huh. Um, there's like ones where um, it's like alternate universes mm. and uh, you're going through them and trying to find that perfect boyfriend. Mm. Uh, like, yeah. Um, Shanae, what's a genre that you are not well versed in that you would like to be? Um... I know you play a lot of RPGs. Uh, you play a lot of Otomi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played shooters in the past, and I just don't—I don't enjoy them as much anymore. And I'm, I'm, I'm not, sorry. What was that? Now I played shooters. In shooters. The, yeah, in the past, and I just don't enjoy them as much anymore. Uh, I just—I'm not as competitive as I used to be. Um, I've done MMOs, MOBAs. 
Uh, I played a couple racing games, and I guess I would love. But I just like, you know what? I I think sports games. I I've never enjoyed any sports game I've ever played. Maybe because I also don't enjoy sports. Sure. But I have a lot of friends that do, and I think it's a fun, like, casual game to play when you're with varied company. Yeah. And the fact that like I just don't enjoy them, I just I would like to like find I would like to find enjoyment in sports games. Dude, you should like totally just like play hundreds of hours of NBA 2K and not tell your friends. So when you do hang out and you do pop it in, you're just fucking annihilating everyone. <laughs> like I would I you, and you just pick up the controller like, "Oh, what is this game?" What, I, don't, I don't know what this oh, is. Oh, it would be like a 2K shark, like yeah. where like they score a bunch on you at first. It's like, yeah, I'm just learning, you guys. Hey, how do I shoot? Yeah, yeah. and then like, which a, side is my side? But but, <laughs> but in the second half, just like dunking on him for like <laughs> just dunking on. Him. <laughs> Uh, oh man, so, I, would, I would love that if that is. I don't think that's how the games actually work. No. Uh, I feel like there's definitely uh, a more there's a way more balanced strategy in them. Because uh, I feel because I feel like there's a lot of passing and it just like does it anyways if you just move the move one of the sticks. That's why when it ha- when I played Madden it happened, but I didn't even know what a running back was when I played Madden. Do you know what a uh, running back is now? I I know he exists. Okay. Uh, is he? I think all right. If I remember correctly. When the quarterback throws the football, he throws it to the running back, or there's another thing, another guy he can throw it to. I would not but, be able to confirm this for you. Um, but then the running back tries to tries to tries to, obviously tries to run, and then the the blockers guys whose name I don't know. I think Defense. blockers guys. Is uh, linemen accurate. are those linemen that do that? Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So general general football knowledge. Uh. That. So what? Actually. Poor general football knowledge. What sports have you played video game versions of? I've tried playing FIFA. I've tried playing Madden. Okay. Uh, I have played uh, uh, NBA Jam. Fuck yeah. Uh, I have played... Does, does, uh, do, I, I'm also going to include boxing into these sports games. That is a sport. Uh, I've played Fight Night. I've played Knockout. You know, Knockout, very loosely sports game, in my opinion. Okay. Um, Face Breakers. Ready not. to rumble boxing. Uh, what was the uh, NBA Street on PS2? Yes, nice. I played that. Um, no, no, I didn't play NBA Street. I played NFL Street on PS2. Okay. Um, so, did, what are your thoughts on Mario Golf? Never played it. Oh man, never, so good! That's such a surprise. And actually. some of them have RPG elements. Yeah. Have you played Mario Tennis? Yes. Uh, Mario Basketball. No. I'm pretty sure that was called Three on Three Hoops. My bad. It was. Um, uh, Super Mario Strikers. Yes. Uh, what was the base? Was it just called baseball? I don't think that there was a standalone baseball, but I could be wrong. I mean, uh. if, I mean, if we're gonna count like Wii Sports stuff where you played baseball, then I guess like that too. <laughs> Wii I, I, bowling. I, I I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't really think about playing like calling Mario sports games. Uh, I'm thinking more of like franchised ones. Uh, I've played. Uh, I played the. That's a sports game. The UFC. Um, oh, I hate those games. Game, um, and that, uh, and then, um, what else have I played? Uh, none of these, like, have I owned. I've just played it in a group in like sure. a social setting. Sure. Uh, I've never, Same. I've never like bought any of these, um, or like had more than you, like an hour. Have you played them. any NHL games? 
Um, no, I've never played. I've never played an NHL game unless we want to count the little plastic ones they used to have at the dentist's office. Nope. Uh, um. <laughs> so you mentioned also racing games. Yeah, racing games. I I, I feel I, like you'd be more into the arcadey ones and not so much I, the I'm sim actually, ones. I'm actually pretty really. I'm actually pretty good at uh, the arcade ones. I kick Berta's ass almost every time. Um, got some burnout. Got some. Uh, yeah, I'm really good at those. What's the other one? I like Ridge Racer. Racer. Yeah. Yeah, I just I'm not super well versed in them. Need I, for Speed. I, I don't I don't know like franchises. I don't. Well, know you know that Wipeout collection's coming out. Let's all get into like the uh, competitive Wipeout scene. That'd be sure. cool if we were if we were uh, <gasps> professional I, Wipeout artists. Can I get us? Um, Wipeus. Can I get us yeah, jackets? Wipeus. Sure. Yeah. That's you want to say wanna, the Wipest? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to front the cash the for that. Pals. <laughs> they're gonna, they're the B-sharps. They're going to be satin. <laughs> um, I think that it it's really cool to, you know, find you know find new games, that, like new types of games that you wouldn't play. And sometimes it, it can be satisfying, but at the same time, like, it's just kind of intimidating. Uh, especially when it comes to sports games. Nah, I mean, like, if you're no good at it, Maybe you can still have fun, and if you can't have fun, fucking move on. Sure. Big deal. Hey, do you guys ever... Not everything's for everyone. Do you yeah. guys ever have that... Uh, I always... I, but, this... it, but it'd also be nice to like find a way to enjoy them, just because I think that it be, would be fun to like be in those sorts of situations. And like, even if I'm not good at it, if people are playing games, I'm going to join in. Right. I mean, I, I've mentioned it before. I like playing Brawl, but every single time I play it, my whole goal is just... Uh, is because everyone I play with is always like really, really, really good, and so you just try to keep away from them. No, so I just try to be as annoying as possible and not die first. I feel those like you're my... probably successful at that. Uh, those are my <laughs> goals. I am not always successful at not dying first. Well, the way to win is to always play as Kirby. So you gotta uh, suck them. Yeah, you gotta suck them, and then you, then you suck them more. You suck them some more. I then I, I suck them, and then they just. Yeah, and it, it hit me off the cliff. Or, uh, Get that Luigi I always have this. I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, but every time a game has online uh, competitive multiplayer, yeah, I always have a little bit of anxiety sitting in that lobby waiting for the game to start. Um, I don't on a good portion of like the Assassin's Creed online thing. Uh, like if I've never played it before, it's kind of like. I get into I, I, I do yeah. get I do get intimidated by games that are online initially. Like I'm gonna be honest, I'm pretty. I like part of the reason I've been so hesitant about getting PUBG is just because I don't know if I'll be good at it, and it's like that's and like I don't have like an offline mode to practice. Well, Berto said interesting about PUBG last week, and that like Ryan asked him if you were not good at this game, would you still want to play it? And his response was that he would still like to play it because of the people he's playing with, and I think that's very true like even if you're not good at a game if you're having fun with your friends it can be awesome yeah um well the anxiety of just being so bad is being like sorry guys yeah. and, I think like, that's having the, people i know and like actually feel like that's not like, le- that's not lessened when you're playing with people you know because i feel like that would i feel like that would ease that anxiety for if, yeah. if, if it's people i don't know then i don't give a shit about them because i don't i'm sure. gonna be around them well then but like if, if it's like a new shooter or a new fighting game and it's just me versus whoever like without my friends or whatever. Oh, um, I don't care about it at all. Uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me. To me, it's like jump in early, right? Preferably, you can buy that game day one, so you're on an e- you have an even footing, right? Sure. Uh, and just know that you're gonna lose a lot. It's a learning curve. Yeah, you know, that, losing doesn't really. And I don't even I don't know what it is because the the losing doesn't bother me. I think it's maybe unless unless I cause it, I, the losing doesn't bother me. 
Yeah. If I cause it, then I'm just like, ah. Berto and I, when we were playing PUBG last night, we jumped out of the plane, and he says he's never seen this before, and he's played many hours of this game. Somehow, I just, like, crippled myself upon landing <laughs> and died immediately. You open, know? Did you not open your shoot in time? It automatically opens it for you if Does you don't it? open it. Okay. With the shoot, I, like, crippled myself upon landing and died. And he's like, I've never seen that happen. <laughs> I'm like, well. There was a pebble. You know. You're, and you're you a landed right on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, an, I don't know. I think I probably, I think on PC, I'm probably going to be apt to play shooters more often than I do. Um, especially, I think so too. Especially considering what was it? What was the game that we were talking about? That uh, we we're talking about some shooter the last week, and because uh, we played, we pl- oh, uh, super hot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because you were like, so what is it like on on Xbox? I was like, it's actually harder. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a couple of things, right? Like we t- and we talked about this last week with shooters on PC. You were literally pointing a cursor, which just about anybody has done hundreds of thousands of times throughout their life, right? Um, (laughs) Whereas on console, you're moving with an analog stick, which for certain games is fine. With certain games, it's better than a mouse. Yeah. Uh, But for shooters, it's not. And that's why console shooters typically have some sort of lock on aim assist, right? Yeah. I mean, I think you would do better. Do I think that that's going to make you awesome at these games all of a sudden? No. It might. But, you know. Oh, man. All right. What was the brand that was making the quick fire controllers during uh, Call of Duty World at War? Oh, God. I don't know. Quick fire. Yeah. There was, like, oh, like, not quick fire, rapid fire. But there's rapid fire controllers that, like, I remember World at War is, like, the earliest that I can remember. So that being was like, a machine pistol? That I just remember that being uh um, i mean scuff did some of that stuff but really not like they're kind of who added the pedals yeah originally um i just remember that like that being around the first time i ever saw those uh rapid fire controllers being sold commercially yeah. not just like online yeah um tom do you have any genres that you don't really that you don't really touch because i mean there's definitely genres i don't touch i don't know that i have much of a desire to though yeah like mobas like i guess I don't know. I have some friends from work that play a lot of Smite. Yeah. So I went through the tutorial for Smite, which it's a it's a pretty lengthy tutorial, you know. And by the end of it, I was just like, hmm, no, nah, I'm good, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, that being said, I would love to see, and I've recently seen some newer takes on certain genres, you know, uh, that help get me into those. So yeah. I'm thinking I might revisit RTS games. Not StarCraft. Yeah. But, uh... I would... You know, that's a good one. I would like to be good at RTS. Yeah. I am not. I'm good at, you know, regular turn-based strategy, like yeah. XCOM and I Fire like Emblem. R- I like you know. RTS. I like RTS a lot. It, but with the uh, uh, remake, the remaster, whatever it is for uh, StarCraft, I might, I might try my hand. Yeah. I love RTSs just because I think it's because I'm so ADD that I like that it like I have to be engaged. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah, and I like and I like um I mean, I also like like uh like management games, like resource management Oh games. god, me too, man. So I Kingdom I, for Keflings all day. I saw so I feel like that a lot of that applies to like that same like our same mentality in some aspects like really applies to RTSs in yeah. a good way. That make 
that I feel like ma- like that same thought process that I use that I use for like uh, resource management is the same one I do for like RTSs, and I do pretty decently at it. I've been trying to figure out what genre this is for maybe a month or so now, but I was playing this game kind of recently, and and uh, it's called Pie in the Sky. And you basically... Oh, I've heard about that recently. Yeah, it's a... You're basically delivering pizzas in space. Mm. And I was like... And, like, every time you deliver the pizzas, like, if you... if you, Because uh, you're basically shooting the pizzas out of the side of your ship or whatever. Uh-huh. I think you were telling us about this. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Um, Is there a timer? No. Uh, you just go until, like, you collide with something and die. And then it tells you uh, how well you did or whatever. So it's Paperboy. It's kind of like Paperboy, yeah. So... In fact, it is exactly Paperboy in yeah. space with pizzas. Um, Did I just blow your mind? A little bit. <laughs> I, I somehow never drew those parallels before. Um, but I was wondering, like, I because I, I very much like the idea of delivering things in video games and getting a bonus or points or whatever. I don't. I I just really like games like that. Yeah. They're and in my experience, they're very far, few and far between. And I'm just like, what genre is that? I mean, it's just a very, I don't know what you would call it, but I can think of a lot of old arcade games and like 2600 games that are very similar, you know? Yeah. Like what you just described outside of not having a timer, but you're saying delivering things and getting bonuses and all that. Like that's, that's crazy taxi, you know? Like, yeah, like that. Yeah. Like I want something like that and I, but and I want to find more games like that. Sure. But I don't know how to. I don't know how to search for them. Yeah. Um. I guess I could say games like Paperboy, but arcade. You can not, you can like also, I know uh, arcade is a very, you know, broad term. But sure. But I want like. I, if you want actual suggestions of people, you could always get into Reddit and make a thread about it. Uh, get into Reddit. Are you getting paid from yeah, Reddit? Yeah. Do they pay you? I'm. Not gonna discuss that <laughs> due to an agreement with somebody I have with Reddit <laughs> with Mister no. Mister Reddit Mister Reddit. Uh, I think why, that why can't it be Mrs. Because it, it can't. But uh, <laughs> I think that if I could, I would be. I feel like I'd be happy for a while if I could find a good amount of games that operated on that premise. Sure. Like um, one of the it, okay for a moment, it's gonna come back to Elite Dangerous for a second, but. One of the things that you can do in Elite Dangerous is just deliver goods or uh, whatever, and I and I or or prisoners, yes, or prisoners, yes. Um, and I got really into that aspect of the game, and I'm like, I I would love for a game to be just this, yeah, you know. Um, but like they said earlier, like a lot of it is how you play a certain game. Sure, like finding different ways to play a game. Like that might not be the whole point to Elite Dangerous. But if you like it that much, it there's make... nothing wrong with you just doing that. Yeah. You know, um, if that's how you enjoy that game, then so what? Yeah, sure. Um, I do remember there was something kind of... Uh... It's like Grand Theft Auto, right? Like a lot of people don't play Grand Theft Auto like you're supposed to. Yeah. They don't do the story missions and all that. A lot of people just fuck around and drive around and kill things. And Those like taxi missions are kind of If cool. that's how they're having fun, hey, yeah. whatever. Uh, I remember uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, and I don't know if they did this in later games... But Grand Theft Auto Three had a had a thing where you could drive an ambulance and you could just drive them around like picking people up in your ambulance, mm-hmm. and that really? was that was it was neat, you know. Um, they're all mysteriously gunshot wound victims, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's a bad part of town. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it'd be cool to find more games like that, and it's and 
I, you know, I want to find and that's and that's kind of where I am at with this whole roguelike thing because I keep finding mm-hmm. one that I'm just like maybe this is and I don't know if I'm searching for the perfect one like subconsciously like I'm searching for the perfect roguelike which isn't a thing I'm sure but I think roguelikes in general you just have to put a lot of time in yeah you know before you like actually really get into it yeah because I'm looking for one where the mechanics speak to me in like a really meaningful way like and that helps too right like I I got into Rogue Legacy pretty quickly and I wasn't good at it at first I did real bad at first you know but I liked the mechanics it's it plays similar to Castlevania right which is right up my alley you know right. but and like and I think that your your uh your affinity for 2d platformers definitely helped with that sure too. yeah um and you know, I'm not that into 2D platformers, which I guess is why I didn't spend a whole lot of time with that game. Um, I've been, like, I want to find, like, my I think my favorite form of the roguelike is, like, as a dungeon crawler. Well, what about, uh, the fuck was that game? Let It Die. Yeah. You were into that for, like, a minute. Yeah, Let It Die uh, was really fun. And I'm not even sure why I stopped playing. Sinead, real quick before I forget, would you consider... Darkest Dungeon to be a roguelike. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think a new DLC for that was just announced. Yeah. 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 Um, gosh. Because I've been meaning I, to get I, back I wanna, to that game. I, yeah, I want to pick it up again. Because even since, like, I picked it, I think I told you all, like, a month ago, I picked it back up. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a little bit more yeah. than a month ago. Uh, time flies. I don't even. But, yeah, I, I, down, I played, like, a couple. Uh, I played it for a couple days or, like, a week. And then a put it back down oh um, shit shanae before i get forget the uh don't star franchise is on sale like all all of their stuff is on sale oh yeah. i have to tell bird about that that might be what we do tonight because we're gonna hang out tonight. well you got that steam card you know is don't starve a roguelike i've never played don't starve would you consider it a roguelike shanae it's a survival game survival roguelike but don't okay <laughs> Surv- uh because <clears throat> uh, i can't remember if you can die more than once in that game you you can um like if oh if don't starve together you can yeah um i'm no, i've never played with the regular don't starve but don't starve together like if you die um you can like your and your teammate is still alive there's multiple things they could do to like bring you back there's like altars there's like a little stone like a little philosopher stone you can make uh and bring them and then, um... The kiss of a rose, perhaps? Uh... Yes. Da-da-da. Sorry. Berber! <laughs> uh, uh, oh, my uh, God. Sorry. Um... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we haven't heard the share voice in a while. That was... I aim to keep it that way. Just like Seal. Like, sure. spot on. <laughs> okay. Um... But, yeah, so, I mean, you can be brought back. But I, think, I do think it's cool, though, because if you're a ghost and, like you haunt specific items like if you haunt spiders and like the other person that's alive kills them uh then like you get an item like every single time yeah and then some of them will not drop some items if you've haunted them before so i mean i think it's fun that they bring your death into an actual gameplay mechanic tom have you played survival games outside of like like in depth have you played survival games outside of minecraft um Not really. Not really, no. Like, I've tried plenty of them. Yeah. Just didn't care for them. Um, I feel like the majority of them lack 
polish. Yeah. But uh, no, not that I can think of. Like, because I'm wondering, because there are things, like, the obviously the main draw of Minecraft is kind of just doing with the world whatever you want. I disagree. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And I feel like the reason I liked Minecraft and the reason I'm not so into survival games nowadays mm. is because when the Minecraft alpha was out, it was like the fucking Old West. Oh, Discovery. Yeah. Like, you didn't know shit. Nobody yeah. knew shit. People were all finding it out at the same time. Um and that doesn't happen anymore. So that actually... You know, like overnight, you can find a complete guide now for a game that just launched. Yeah. That actually reminds me of something that I wanted to ask you guys today. Um, so with Minecraft, like Tom, you were you were playing it, you know, as you said, like during its alpha mm-hmm. and have played multiple iterations of the game since then. Sure. Um, and all those iterations uh, since have kind of just told you like how to make this and how to make i that. mean not true like okay. the pc version I, I believe still does not okay give like, you like recipes and shit like that but like the console you can find it no problem now yeah you know um, whereas back then minecraft alpha was a long time ago but that, it was a lot harder to you know but that built-in accessibility is certainly there for with the later versions of the game um and this yeah well like the console version straight up tell you how to make things right you know and this and it also reminded me of um before Dark Souls 3 came out, um, there was a conversation about, um, you know, asking people, like, would you still play Dark Souls if they made, if they included an easy mode? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. And, like, people seem to react negatively to, you know, making a game, making, like, their, their sacred game more accessible to other people who mm-hmm. might not have tried it. Do you think? Do you think that's? You guys think that's had like any kind of adverse effect, really? Because I feel like if I don't want to, if I don't want to play easy mode, I just won't pay. I just won't play easy mode. And you know that's what I said uh, when we first talked about this. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I kind of see, I can kind of see where those people are coming well, from. Well, I can understand their perspective, but that doesn't mean I agree with it. Yeah. So like, I also agree that like I th- just don't play easy mode, but. I do understand if, uh, mm. because from what it was, from what I get from it, this is what I understand is that like there, it's about the integrity of the game. It's about what this game was meant to be, how the developer and creator wanted it to be like, <coughs> like originally, right? And then because people couldn't couldn't cope with what it, what it was, they like they're like the developers are thinking about yeah. making it easier for instead them. Of, instead I think of it depends on what it is. Like, when yeah. you look at uh, Capcom fighters that released uh, mid to late gen, last generation, uh, Capcom was trying to make it more accessible for people, right? So sure. there'd be things like one-button special moves right. and even one-button short little combos. The 3DS version of Super Street Fighter 4, you could, like, tap a section of the touchscreen to pull off a small little combo. Yeah. And to me, that I despise. Right. Because I put in my time with that shit to learn that stuff. Yeah. And granted, yes, a good Street Fighter player is going to still beat somebody that has that available to them. Because um, even while, but it, it's a bit annoying. Like while it corded, like while control schemes like that do cordon off, you know, large portions of the move set from you, uh, it still makes it so like you can just pull off combos whenever you want. Sure. Uh, which, as you said, like you, it takes time to learn how to do that shit manually. Yeah. Uh, and that I feel. And I can definitely see the argument there. But with something like Souls, where it's a 
it just means. Predominantly single-player experience, right. I don't really see why it matters. Yeah. Like um, you said, if you don't want that, don't play it that way. Yeah, but then I, I guess the uh, I never considered this, the perspective of, well, this is... This is what this is what the creators meant for it to be, and and I guess instead of letting people decide, well, I guess Dark Souls isn't for me. And we've talked a lot about creators' intent, yeah, uh, over the past few shows. Um, that being said, if they are deciding to put that in the game, that's creators' intent. Yeah, yeah. But it's also people don't like change. I mean, of course, there's always like people that say, well, maybe maybe Bandai Namco is is telling them to put that in the game. Maybe they don't want to, but. Yeah. Ben and Amco wants to sell it to a broader audience, so sure. they're telling people, but you know, we're never going to know that. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's selling just fine as is, so. Um, I don't know. I just, I never really felt like making a game. Because one of the things that I always see is, um, in terms of accessibility to a game, um, people get upset, like, oh, exclusives specifically. Uh, like people would get really upset when, well, this used to be an Xbox exclusive, but now it's coming to PS4 or vice versa, right? Sure. And people would get like actively angry about that. It's like you're angry about more people being able to play this game. I don't know that it's necessarily always that. Like I've talked a lot about uh, Insomniac over the recent years, right? And like they were Sony second party. So, like, Sony did not own them, but they made their games for Sony and nobody else. Right. Uh, then they started uh, with Sunset Overdrive for Microsoft, and then uh, Song of the Deep with Game Trust. Right. And to me, I, I, I guess I'd always felt like Sony is a big part of the reason for their success at all in this industry. Sure. Sony's their big part. Um, so, it seemed almost like a slap in the face. But at the same time, it's like, well, I have nothing to do with that relationship. Yeah. So why should it matter to me? Yeah. I don't know. I think that also... Unless it affects what games you might be able to get later. Sure. Well, and I guess I one of the reasons, the primary reason to choose one console over the other, I think, is because of the exclusives and the number of exclusives that come out for the console do uh, help to justify that purchase. Yeah. Uh, and then when I get... Now that I think about it, you know, as, as we're talking about it, the if the number of those exclusives dwindles, then that's taken away your justification for that purchase. But like that relationship obviously is not in a bad place, right? Like they're making the new Spider-Man specifically for PlayStation. Right. Um, I don't know. Mm. It's, it's weird. It, it's weird. Like, especially with the Sony studios, I feel like I've invested so much time into them that I feel ownership over them when I really shouldn't, mm. you know? Sony. But yeah, exactly, exactly. And at the same time, I get pissed when Sony sells off some of these studios or closes some of them, right? Yeah. Like Big Big and all that. Yeah. But yeah. Why'd you do that? Who was uh? Who was MotorStorm? MotorStorm is Evolution. I think so because I think that. Uh, let's find out. Yeah. Well, let's do a quick Goog. Um. Who made? Yeah, Evolution. Do they also make Drive Club? Yes. Yeah. So, um, and and that's and that is that can be upsetting for a few reasons. Like, yeah, you know, you don't want to. Of course, you don't ever want to see a studio close and people lose their jobs. But I mean, that also means like, well, uh, I'm probably not going to get more of these games that I really like. Well, and the good thing about that, I mean, it's not a good thing, but like, 
a lot of the, the studio closures that Sony has done over the past few years, whether it's Evolution or Big Big or whoever it might be, like those are some of the best developers in the industry. Yeah, they will they will easily get picked up by other studios. Yeah, you know, uh, maybe I'd like to see a spiritual successor to MotorStorm. Yeah, yeah. maybe not gonna, but I'd like to. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think that we it's very easy, especially as time goes on. It's easier to form like an involuntary emotional response to a lot of the shit. Um, but I think that. Of course, there's a lot of it from from where I've you know from where I've witnessed it and from what I've seen it. A lot of it is a lot of uh, kind of some misplaced entitlement too. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I do think it's ridiculous that I feel this way yeah. specifically about Sony Studios. Yeah, but I do. Yeah, it doesn't you stop know. you from feeling that way. Yeah. Um, I put a lot of you know I put a lot of time like I've put I've put many years into these studios and learning about them and learning who's at the helm and yeah you know and just for all that to evaporate yeah. is kind of yeah I can see that um, but anyway uh, I guess that's our time this week guys all right uh, but as always it's a fun time talking to you both mm. and it's a fun time sharing with you guys at I home really missed you this last in the car weeks. you know it's weird when you're not here. It's it's weird when I don't when I like I keep feeling like like off whenever I don't like show up. But it's but to be fair, it's pretty rad having Birdo here too. So yeah, I was at least I got a good replacement. Yeah. Uh, look forward to a decent amount of E3 coverage coming up. Yeah. Yes. We will most likely stream uh, or have live reactions to the major conferences. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of us just saying, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. no. <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, thank you again for listening to the Save Continue podcast. As always, it's a pleasure. See bye you bye. Next week. Bye.